Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week, we take a look at our last two matches against Adelaide and the Knicks. We hail the angel of Angel Torres. And of course, as always, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. Hello, fellas. Good evening. Good Howdy. Evening. Very Hello. good evening indeed. That was a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah, was it? Yeah. You got it out well though. I, yeah, I, I, don't know. I was impressed. I, again, on the fly. You know. Angels and angles, love it. Hangel. Hangel. Hangel T. How good is he? Hangel. Like, the uh, the second coming of puppy, really. Yeah. The yeah. new puppy. Why wouldn't you captain him in, in your fantasy team? Imagine not captaining him. Because you failed to meet the deadline. (laughs) The truth. We'll get to that. (laughs) Crap. We will, but before we do, it's time to dive in, as we always do, with Fred's question. Fred this week asks, with the impressive football we've been playing lately, what areas still need some work to make it sexy football? Is that the new total football, is it? Sexy football. Mm. Are we at sexy football? I think the last 15 minutes of the uh, first half down in Adelaide was some pretty sexy football. They made it easy for us in fairness. It's pretty close to sexy football. Mm. Some of those Torres moments, that is about as sexy as it gets. Oh, mate. (laughs) (laughs) There was uh, absolute limbs in the away bay in Adelaide on uh, Saturday night. We'll we'll come to that. uh, You hooligan. Um, (laughs) If we go, let's go back to front. Goals, no issue. Fookers oh. on fire, mm-hmm. having a great season. The Back two line. Or, two or three clean sheets in a row now. Yeah, and he's now starting to pull away at the most clean sheets mm. ever. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's got the record and we're keeping him, keeping him up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, getting close. ever retire? Exactly, 100%. <laughs> Closing in on that 100. Play till he's 40, let's do it. Surely. Mm. Um, Back line, no no real issues. I've, I've The big test has been Docker last Obviously, a couple of weeks with no storm. Pass with um, colours in Adelaide for me. Yep. Thought yep. he's done well. I yeah. think he's done well. Um, well what, what was a bit unsure of him coming in, but I think he's done well. Yeah. Centre back pairing on fire, arguably the best in the league. I mean, if I'm really nitpicking, maybe it's maybe it's the distribution coming out from centre back, and that's yeah. really nitpicking. Maybe yeah. in the context of the Wellington game where they made it really hard for us to get the ball into the midfield, but I don't really see that otherwise. Mm. Like they had the tactic, obviously, of shutting down um, yeah. Nears and and Maxi, and they were as successful as any team. I'm pretty sure Adelaide tried to do that as well, but didn't work out for them. <laughs> true, true. Um, left back, no issues. Midfield, no issues. Left wing, definitely no issues. Um, I'm going to sound like I start to have a bit of a vendetta, but if I'm going to if we're going to nitpick, like you said, <laughs> it's it's. What do we still need to work on to make it sexy football? I'll say sexier. Mm. It's going to be Theo Harris's consistency. Yep, that's mm. fair. Is that fair? Yep. Yeah, some brilliant moments. Which, which, which is it's, it's hard, right? Because he's scored two games in a row mm-hmm. prior to the next game, played well in Adelaide. Yep. Um, thought he was, was a bit on and off and then comes up with a fantastic goal, mm. <laughs> which he tends to be doing. Mm. <laughs> um, but then like we see in the Wellington game, yes, like you said, they made it hard but just some moments where it was just very frustrating watching him. He but worked hard and there was there was a couple of moments where, you know, he's tracked back, made a really good tackle, mm. driven in, driven out wide or upfield and then turned it over. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I've sort of questioned that there's, there's no doubt that he tries hard, but he's also got to work hard, which I feel like are two different things. Mm. Um, I think he's, he's improved his working hard and his defensive 
responsibilities. Oh, big time. But now going forward, it's just that consistency, which which we, we had with Tulio before he left. It was like every game was a 9 out of 10. Mm. Um, but Theo seems to have these sort of moments or these sort of uh, spits and spats in games where it's it's a 4 out of 10 for maybe 15 minutes and then he goes up to a 9 and scores a great goal. <laughs> and he goes back to a 4 and then it's it's that's the part where I think we're lacking and where Ronald, who looks pretty good when he came on against Wellington, Mm. He had one moment when he came on against the Knicks. And I was oh, like, "Oh, Deckers, good, good feet, yeah. <laughs> good feet, right in the center of the park, good right? feet, yeah. yeah." So that's he's going to be putting more and more pressure on Theo for that spot. So it's that right wing that if if mm-hmm. we get that as consistent as a Tulio, we are at full total sexy football. Bringing bringing Ronald in is probably a really really good thing for Theo in a lot of ways as well because I think since he's come in, Theo has gone up a couple of steps, gone up a couple of notches there. Yep, so definitely stepped it up. I think, um, and he'll continue to improve too. So yep. uh, two, two goals in the last three games, bring it on. Yep. And I mean, the, the only other part for me is probably Alo. He's, he's, he's in a similar vein to that. Seems to have a, you know, like a seven or eight out of a 10 game and then he'll drop back to a sort of a, a four or a five. It's just that inconsistency between those two, I think. But but we, even then that first Adel- the goal against Adelaide, he was, Alo was... He was good. Yeah. 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 But and, you uh, are, you yeah. are nitpicking that. To, like, 100%, that's what yeah, we're saying yeah. we're, we're doing. We're nitpicking yeah. and that's that's fair. But f- I guess in the conversation about uh, Tulio and Theo, then for me we're comparing um, a Ferrari to a Holden Monaro. <laughs> <laughs> They're both fast. Yeah. Um, but there's only one that you want to own if you got the cash for it, and that I don't think we can create another Tulio. So I think Theo mm. Harris is doing well enough, but you rightly have identified that he needs to establish that consistency. And I do think that um, there's some similarities about the development that both of he and Ronnie um, could do to improve themselves. And I, I feel like maybe the reason why we have having that expectation is because he Theo Harris has shown that. If he continues to, if he can improve himself and improve that consistency, then there actually is something there that is powerful for us. So. There's, there's also a thing with Theo Harris is probably fitness. Can he get through a full ninety? Because he, the Wellington game, I think he was gassed by what the sixtieth minute, and you yeah. can tell he was. And that's what he's been challenged as well by by the coaching staff and Mark Jackson is is big. If you want to do this, <laughs> you can't just be an impact player for your whole career. You yeah. need to become a ninety minute footballer. And big apologies to, uh, of course, the A-League sponsors, Isuzu Ute. You can go your own way with the brand new Isuzu <laughs> D-Max and MUX uh, for Morrow's analogy about Ferraris and uh, Holden's there. <laughs> Is that our new sponsor? <laughs> Come on, read the script. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a, it's a, at least a Ferrari versus a, you know, top-of-the-range Mux. <laughs> You can go your own way. <laughs> get so out and I'm live in the adventure ready seven seater Isuzu MUX. Say I'm the gonna, line, Mara. I'm, I'm going to call Scuderia soon and ask them to sponsor the Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> get this Isuzu business out of here. <laughs> Sorry about that, A League. Though I think I think those are the those are the two spots for me. The wing and up top, the consistency. But uh, you know, we've we've scored so many goals and and we're in second and we're we're playing so well. We are nitpicking, but if we have to nitpick, that's where I'm going to nitpick. Well, I did say that there was going to be a, a different shout-out on this podcast tonight, didn't I, Peter? Oh, do it. Yeah, tonight the shout-out is to Ivan Yolich because oh, our, yeah, fans, our fans are getting super greedy now. So greedy. <laughs> so oh, we're being greedy. greedy. Oh. Yeah, we are greedy, definitely. The expectation is now, whew, and rightly so, how good are we? <laughs> 
Well, yeah, know. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy to be greedy, Ivan. So shout out to Ivan. Ivan. <laughs> shout out to Ivan. And Paolo, because they, you know, good Because <laughs> they're a duo. Yeah, had to throw it in. Peas in a pod. Peas in a pod, they are. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. 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 Let's take a look back at a Saturday night down in Adelaide. What a match it was. Uh, your Mariners 4, Adelaide nil, exacting revenge for uh, for that round one. A good uh, good little turnaround there. Nice away day. Decent, yeah. I uh, had a big, big case of FOMO on, on Friday night. Um, shout out to... To Derek and uh, and Lee and Mason, who uh, who were all messaging me on Friday, going, "Are you going to the game tomorrow?" And when I got the first message, I was like, "You guys do realise we're away tomorrow in Adelaide, right?" <laughs> and um, then I got the next one, the next one. And I was like, I was sort of pacing up and down the house, and I knew I was just delaying the inevitable, so I just jumped on and <laughs> booked me flights. And if I have to, we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no regrets. It was the all. correct decision. Yeah, it was time. absolutely the right uh, right call. Um, bit of a cagey, sketchy opening uh, opening sort of first half of the first half there, but uh, geez, didn't uh, didn't we ease ourselves into it? The last bit of that first half, probably some of the best football we've played this season, definitely. Yeah, uh, shout um, out to Fred's sexy football. Yeah, mm. definitely sexy football. Adelaide. Shout out to Adelaide for being so static. Yeah, they were honking. <laughs> they <laughs> were honking, but we were also very good and, yep. and that... Yeah, the Theo goal, yeah, like I said, it's hard to nitpick him because he is sort of obviously popping up with a couple of goals now, which is obviously great. Really good finish. But the the lead-up work as well from Niz to Allo to... Secondary assist for Hengel, Allo, Yeah, secondary. Love a good secondary. Perfect. Um, he's, perfect. Held, he's held it up perfectly, though. Perfectly. And that's what Allo did for the first goal. Mm-hmm. That's what I want from him. He did it for the second as well. He did. Mm. He did. That's what I want. I want that. He doesn't have to be Jason Cummings, right? I get he's not him. But that hold-up play, yep, back to goal. That part of the park is what he needs to be good at. He can be good at it, and he showed it in that game. That's yep. what I want more of. Yep, consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and the Torres pass to Theo Harris was perfect, perfect, perfect. perfect. And perfect. shout out to Kiddo for falling for Theo Harris cutting back in on his left. Who could Shocker have that coming. We we Shocker. well we uh, sort of thought he took a touch too many actually, because um, mm. that was up our end as well. He should and have done a step over. That's what <laughs> Clearly. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he chops back on his left, and I'm like, no, why is he taking that touch? Oh, that's why he's taking that touch. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Flies into the top corner. Yep. Yeah, never never in doubt that one. Oh, what a pearler. There was a lot to um, enjoy there about the game, though. I was actually celebrating while watching the match relatively alone. There were people in my house, but I was focused <laughs> on the match. And uh, I was jumping out of my chair, and they were looking at me like, what, what? And I'm like, well, mate, look at this. What? This is not normal. This is, yes, we're loving this. Um, but it was all, you know, capped off when I saw that Stefan Mork took the field. Oh. <laughs> or come to his post-match presser. <laughs> He's a loser. Or should I say Stephen Mauck? Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Mauck. Who would who would say that? Uh, nah, let's talk about it now. Um, what a gronk. You see his post-match presser? No. Oh, jeez. I'm going to enjoy this. Oh, really? You haven't seen it? No. Oh. Haven't you seen it? No. No, tell <laughs> me I thought that's why you brought him up. <laughs> no, I didn't, but now I'm going to love it. I'm well, glad I did. Well, just hates him. He just Mate, hates no. him anyway. Well, how would Mariners fans not hate him? I mean, the, the history there is... Is this pod beef? Is it because he's got his own podcast now or...? 
Ah, oh, this is this it's is pod beef. It is. Yeah. Right. Who is he anyway? Oh, you didn't even know he has his own podcast. No, I, thought, <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was all <laughs> genuinely. I thought it was all diaries. <laughs> no? Well, he, he does still have a dear diary. diary today, oh. the Mariners scored four against us yeah. again. No, Sad. I, only, I only hate him for diving. That's that's it. That's <laughs> nothing else. But tell me about this press conference. Oh, he just basically blamed his whole team for their shit work rates. Which yeah. I mean, yeah, right. he he wasn't wrong. Oh, he's not the wrong. The day after resigning, just slags everyone off. Yeah, yeah right. the, the, like. You've just got back here. Just relax for a second and and just shit on his whole team. And they gave him a three and a half year deal as well. Yeah, how good! Incredible. Mm. Out, but then all, all goes on to say, oh, you know, the Mariners haven't got. Um, they don't match us on paper, and you know, uh, and they still managed to score four goals against us somehow because of their effort. Then it's spent the whole half an hour or so like he was on the pitch just whinging. Yeah, just yeah. complaining. He got, he got everyone booked. What three minutes after coming on? Or I think so. And, and he said in the interview after the game something about, yeah, I like to, you know, basically sort of like have a go at everyone, yeah. including the refs. Yeah, right. It's like, okay, well, that's. Good for kids to hear, isn't it? it was like, a, yeah, it was a bit of a weird. Well, presser. at least he's remaining on brand. He is. He's an absolute knob, yeah. and everyone knows it. Hasn't changed. He yeah. was. He was one of the main people that was arcing up at Danny, taking so long at goal kicks, which yeah. was fun. Yeah, he, he was taking a lifetime, which was great. He was, yeah. great well, banter. Good, good. More shit. of that, thank you. Yeah. yeah, and it was right in front of us as well. So yeah. we were just like, oh, keep it going, keep it going. Um, <laughs> game was over, so it didn't he, matter. Like, what a, what a, he's a little bitch. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Well, get him a bowl of milk. He'll be all right. <laughs> goal number two. Um, take, I mean, take your pick. That that, <laughs> end, that end at Adelaide, we've seen some decent goals. I remember the Tulio goal last season was yep. at that same end, and now this one perfectly placed. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how how good is he at the moment? Oh, on fire, unplayable. He's he's just from where he was at the start of the season to where he is now. He was, and he was another one. He was always working hard, mm. and and he it was just getting that consistency in that attacking space. I mean, two absolute screamers, mm. left foot, mm. dangerous left foot. You see, um, the the club posted a video as well of um of what he was doing in the warm up, exactly the same as the that practice. first goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> practice makes perfect, baby. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we um, it felt like from where we were sitting, it was just hanging in the air for an age. Mm. And it was in uh, slow motion because Adelaide were in slow motion. Oh, they, they were, were trying they, to defend like it. Legitimately yeah. at walking, but we walked through them. This yeah, goal yeah. was walking football. Yeah, yeah. it was what, the, the Niz, <laughs> Niz Crossfield Docker wins the header, held up, and then Docker. Hello, secondary assist, baby. Yep. <laughs> secondary, yes, and also good work there as well by Docker. Like we yep. said before, he's been good. One a header, and and that that sort of attacking space where Storm has been really good. Mm. What he's sort of brought to the table going forward for the most part um, has has been really good. The weight on that pass to Torres was perfect as well. Yeah, yep. so cracker of a finish and um, more of that, please. Just made Adelaide just look stupid. Well, there was more. There was more. There was more. Uh, just <laughs> but wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> just four minutes later. Uh, we couldn't believe it. <laughs> Ballard assist. Hello. Maxi. Yes. Doesn't happen often, but we enjoy it when it does. Yeah. That it was such a soft goal to concede by Adelaide, but we'll take it 100%. Like, yeah. That was just terrible, It was a cracking finish, defense. but it was just horrible defence once again. But oh, didn't he absolutely leather it? Leather it right in the right where the spiders <laughs> almost live. burst Delhi, the net. Delhi has no chance there. None, none. Right where the spiders live, and I mean it was like half time. It was just completely job done. Yeah, we just smacked them, did the job in the first half, and then the second half. I know there was a lot of people stressing out in the second half and weren't sort of really happy with it. And, and manage manage the game out. Yeah, we've got it, we've got a short turnaround to to the Wellington game. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Looking, looking at what, what Mark Jackson was sort of saying, it was like well, maybe it wasn't really in the game plan to actually do that. <laughs> but Yeah, or they but, came out like a house on fire. At the yeah. Start of the and they, were, they, they still couldn't break us down. No. They, it was what, Ibasuki hit the bar and that was probably the only real chance they probably had. Probably just about the closest one. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it was – I wasn't worried about the second half. You know, conserve the energy, conserve the legs. With the amount of games that we've got um, – it, it just wouldn't have been smart just to go all out in the second half. So no issues from me. And then good to see Berentman come on. Love it. Yep. Good little run. Yep. Yeah. Oh, brilliant bit of yeah. Great first touch. Yeah. Good little bit of skill to get around the outside of, of the defender there. And um, yeah. Uh, who was it? Bovelina. Yeah. What is a Bovelina? Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Gone straight through the back of him. And couldn't couldn't keep up. And uh, Jing steps up and four 0 baby. How about mm. the celebrations? <laughs> good pen as well from Jing. Very good. Good pen for Jing. Ice cold. I think Aloe was off. Torres was off at that point. Torres was off. Yeah. Edmondson was off, um, who, which we haven't actually spoken about. Obviously, Edmondson started that game. Yep. It was interesting to see what we sort of did with that because it was did seem like a two up top for the most part and it, it worked. Yeah. I think what we we maybe sort of saw a little bit of what we saw last year with the, the Tulio Cummings dynamic where mm. one of them would stay higher, the other one would drop a little bit deeper. It was like the a rotating. Yep, yeah, exactly right. When one would go, the other would hold um, and vice versa. And that's that's I think where the first goal came from really because Allo was very deep for that second. Yeah. It's on halfway. Edmondson yeah. was a very good distraction. Yeah. Yep. In that first half, making some good run, good off the ball runs. Yeah. And he is a he's unit. a unit. monster. I yes. did not realize how big he was. Is it <laughs> peak peak English lower league? Yeah. Striker. I think like you said, he's proper AFL number nine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Just exactly what you would imagine. Built but for good. February at Stokeaway, but now he's here down here. Exactly. Good time, so man. Would have struggled in the heat a bit, but he, you know. He was he was good. It, it worked, and it's, it's good for us to sign a player who's actually going to come in fit as well. Mm. Yeah, and a few signs, you know, like he looks good on the ball already, and just needs to sort of, you know, yeah, in, some good integrate, him, yeah, integrate himself with how the teams coming together. And I think you'll probably start to hit the ground as well. So I want to talk we, about Brentman's shit housery in the celebration, though. <laughs> very shit housery. Very good. <laughs> shushing, shushing very the shush. crowd. We are doing this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> How's we the are, audacity from the 17-year-old? We're not making many a, friends in this space. On A-League debut, yeah. <laughs> straight in front of the Red Army, just giving them the big, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> we can get away with this. It's all not the, as if they'll the make a much noise anyway. anyway. All how, the other club fans. It was, it how was quiet a, was it at the stadium? It was a fucking library. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even through the TV, there was just we, nothing. We, we let them know. And that's, well, that's why I think, obviously, speaking relatively our common sense here, but getting an early goal, early-ish one, there is important because it is a hard place to go and play, mm. and we've 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 had some good results there, but we've also had some bad ones over the years, including the first game of the season. Mm. So if if you know we get a goal too early-ish, especially in that first half, like we did, just completely shuts the place up. Yeah, yeah. So because it was a good crowd there. there as well. Mm, it was. Yeah, best. Oh, yeah, I'll say best stadium. Yeah, outside of ours, of course. But to go and watch football, it's my favourite. Yeah, it's just a shame where the away bay is. It is, it is a bit they give you the worst and, spot. And and the thing is, you know, we normally get a full bay. They gave us maybe a third. They've shrunk probably it a, more qu- now, a quarter of a bay yeah, there. Yeah, a full bay. It was like, really? yeah, oh, yeah. So the, didn't you, the, the didn't tarp, you see it on the coverage? The tarp no? that oh, they, yeah, but I didn't realise that it's... Sh- oh, yeah, the yeah. tarp that they pull um, pull over between the uh, uh, whatever and that is and, and the away bay, they pulled it three quarters of the way across our bay. So we had one, two, three, four, about five... Seats to make a bit more row. space between us and them Adelaide fans over there. I think it was just giving them more space. Yeah, okay. So it was a stitch up, it was a J up, but 
Yeah, it was all good. Didn't matter. It's always a good spot to be getting into the fan banter, though. Oh, there wasn't much of it. <laughs> oh, how would there so, be? After, after, I haven't after, noticed much of it. So you're saying they can dish it out but can't take it? After, uh, well, after there was that time gone, when mate. Caltech handballed the ball and they were going to win. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah. gave it to us large. That, was, that um, did not work out for them. That was a semi-final. That 2-1, yeah. That did not work out well for them. The only – I mean, we <laughs> had um, – there was a bunch of – you know, 17 year old hardcore ultras that, that came around and sort of walked around <laughs> that corner and they were trying to give it to us and call us out to the car park and we were just like laughing and <laughs> it just pissed them off even more when we just started all going meow <laughs> <laughs> 4 nil. what like I like it love it was there heaps of them on the tram on the way back to the city uh, we didn't get the tram uh, we went to the joiner's arms had a few Hofbrows and um, then back to the Rosemont Got an Uber back to the Rosemont and, yeah, got a kebab and called it a night. Cham's a bit poo when you lose, but it's a bit better when you win. (laughs) (laughs) You love to see it. Of course, yesterday, uh, short turnarounds for game number, game are we at, 15? 16? 16. 16. Jeez, yeah, over the ditch in Wellington, our first time facing Wellington this season. It was a top-of-the-table clash. Who would have uh, picked that at the start of the season? Uh, this one, real battle, uh, finishing nil all. I've seen some criticism for this game about being boring, but mm. I didn't find it to be a boring game at all. I thought it was quite interesting. It was a fizzer if you like or action, neutral. In, action in the box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but from a tactical point of view, yeah, as, as two, one and two going at it, it was interesting. That's what it looked like. It looked like the top two against yeah. each other. We just and I, you know, I. To be fair, I didn't know a lot about Chiefy when he was the assistant, but have been super impressed with him obviously since he's taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, given you know, the, like he said this in the lead up to the game too. There's a lot of similarities with how we operate, given squad investment and and looking at the academy and even now looking at. The way that the two teams play, um, defensively is pretty different. They they sit very deep and are very very hard to break down. But going forward, there's there's probably a equal, almost level of of sort of excitement about how they play. Um, but it just seemed to cancel each other out yesterday. It was yeah. strange. But I'll take it. Oh, I'll absolutely. Take, I'll take, take that point I, and run. Yeah, that's a, a great result for us. Oh yeah, like you know, Good getting point. getting out of there with a point. Most teams probably won't. Mm. Um, and we were probably unlucky. We were, to me, we were the most likely to get something in the end. We were the only team trying to win it for that last 15 minutes. I think so, yeah. And I, I felt like it did expose them a little bit for being a bit one-dimensional around Zavada, who wasn't there, obviously. And That then, helped us. They had a few players out. Yeah, mm. and so that left it really up to, uh, is it old? And he was decent um, and definitely a threat, but not without some sort of partnership up there. So I think there's another, you know, or the, we're calling for a rematch, put it that way. Oh, we'll run, run it back. Yeah, run yeah. it back, yeah, 100%. We'll take, we'll take our point. But run it back on, in the grand over, final in Gosford. Exactly. Come over to uh, our joint and we'll try that again because I reckon that we've got your measure. Oh, <laughs> yeah, if they if they try and set up like that at uh, at Graham Park, it's 3 nil us. I think so, and I don't really see that Zavada's the kind of player that would trouble us because of the central defenders that we have mm. so so i'm keen for that i'm looking yeah i'm looking forward to the matchup between caltech and zavada yeah, yeah i think that's a huge matchup probably the best defender central defender in the comp versus some would say the best striker in the comp yeah yeah he'd be up there i mean for is you know statistically probably the best but yeah i don't mind a bit of oscar 
And we'll get to, there's a question about whether they are the best team we've played against and I think that yes. goes to the Fornaroli question as well because to me we had Melbourne's measure more than like yeah, I see Wellington as the best site, put it that way. The way they set up too, though, defensively, they're so hard to break down. I was going like, to say that like, maybe the best structured side defensively. Yeah, I think they're, they're obviously very well set up and I think you could see Torres and Thiaras were pretty frustrated. Mm. You know, for a lot of it, it was just – it was very hard to break them down. Um, we, it wasn't wasn't really the, the free-flowing non-effort that we had in Adelaide didn't really allow us to – had those open, you know, sort of chances against Wellington. So that was. But we created other stuff, didn't we? Like we did. Maxi, it's just, it's Maxi, just about finding a way to do it. Missed. Like that like, gave me a heart attack. Like, yeah. I was uh, I was off my seat. I was convinced that I, was. I gonna, thought it was in. <laughs> going to be in. I thought it was in. Yeah. <laughs> but so. it's like it's like the whole Arnie Arnie with the bloody Socceroos thing. It's it's well, how do we, you know, we know, and you know, obviously we would have known how they how they played going into that game. But it's how do you break down that low block that just gets everybody behind the ball. You've got to get him moving. You've got to get him moving or smack it into Buddy Edmondson with his six foot whatever he is. But <laughs> we don't really want to be that team either. So it's it's how do you move the block around and find the open spaces and get him in. And I think I think we did miss Niz in that higher up role. Mm. I think Niz would have probably thrived in that sort of a setup in those sort of smaller, tighter spaces. Not that DePizio was bad, but I think we've missed Niz in that higher up role in the last couple of weeks. I'll be probably keen, true, keen for Tappy to come back. Yeah, yeah. Probably true, but I, I thought that Jackson out-tactic um, his competitor, if you will, because I felt that our substitutes made a difference, um, turned things a bit in our favour. So I, I felt like I'm, I'm given that, you know, 3-2 <laughs> to Jackson over Italiano. <laughs> it's a, it was a close match, but I felt our coach again – had the tactics for the game and nearly pulled it off for us. So yeah, I think like you said, Pete, there was a, there was only one team that was looking likely to win it towards the end. I mean, we had a bit more depth on the bench than they did as well. Every single player on the yeah. bench was under twenty one for them. Yeah. So. yeah, but the changes were really attacking as well. Like, Interesting to see Cam Windust come on towards the end. <laughs> yeah, as well. yeah. Jeez, yeah, he's changed a lot. <laughs> Haircut, <Yeah>. everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think it also goes good to, to show good the, to see him back at the club though. Yeah. <laughs> shows yeah. the fitness levels are very high as well. Mm, which is that, that, the that's, forum, that's a short and hard turnaround. Like it was, yeah, thirty degrees in Adelaide was via it? Sydney as well. Yeah. Um, that's that's hard. Which which is why, you know, any other day I'd I'd be relatively disappointed with the draw, but absolutely take that and run. And I mean, two points off top, mm. just well, just over now, halfway through the season. Who would who would who would have seen that coming? Bit of a quieter sort of output from from Torres in this game. Yeah, looked a bit frustrated and looked like someone, I can't remember who it was, but they were sort of uh, consoling him at the end. So Do you think he like, had a bit of a case of the try-too-hards in this one? He did. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's, Theo had a bit of that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think <laughs> It was obvious just before he left the f- pitch because yeah, frustrating that, challenge, uh, frustrated that, challenge, yellow card, yeah. substitution. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and I, but that's what Torres has fixed in his overall game since the start of the season. He just... Drop the try too hards, do the simple stuff, mm. and then the good stuff will just come naturally because that's the natural ability. And the same thing with Thea Harris. Drop the 74 step overs when you don't need them. Hit the pass if it's there. Do the simple stuff and the goals will come. And he's yes, he has got a couple of goals, but if he – I just just think if he if he stops the try too hard, does the simple stuff, he'll be more consistent. 
in my expert opinion. <laughs> Your expert opinion. Expert. I didn't know you had an expert opinion. <laughs> Neither. I'm, I'm glad, glad to hear it. <laughs> right no, 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 it's, it's fair, but I do think that um, that, that is something I want to see, that it's frustrating for them when they mm. – and, and, and I feel like Jackson will have seen what you're talking about and he is developing those players to be better and get better in that space and, and already has improved both of them too. So – yeah, I reckon that's good stuff to come back to the training pitch and talk about with Torres and Thearis. How can we get – what is the solution to that issue that was experienced? Do you think we kind of didn't give Edmondson enough service? He didn't really get into was, the game was, that much? It was hard for him to get service because of how deep Wellington's sit. And they were yeah, so compact as well between yeah, the lines. Yeah, there, was, there was no space for us to get play. Get everybody behind the ball, mm. get it all around the outside of the 18-yard box and just – Wait. There was a couple of times <laughs> where we tried to whip something in onto his head, and I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're not exactly it's the shortest the shortest side at the back either. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it wasn't wasn't coming to him. There was one moment though where he latched on and unleashed a shot on the half volley with absolutely no backswing. It was a super awkward height bouncing ball that came at him very quickly. The techers, woof. Yeah, straight at Paulson, and I mean, it got pulled back for offside in the end anyway. But yeah, I mean, there's a reason why they've got the equal best. Defensive, defensive record. record oh, Chiefy's got so. him set up so well. And like yeah. you said before, I had absolutely no idea about them at the start of the season. Mm. I tipped them for the spoon. Spoon, yeah. That, my, my spoon call for Wellington is not going well. Um, so you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Basically is what I'm trying to say here. What about Docker and the free kicking? That free kick laid oh, on. Yeah, it was yeah, on target. Yeah. It was on target. Yeah, and it's a good free kick. Like it's a little bit close to Paulson, so fair play. Yeah. But but I just feel like there's something brewing there. Yeah. Well, when he first got here, it, the the word was that set pieces were his set piece thing. Yeah. Oh, he's saying he's a uh, Jimmy Jago or a set Chris, specialist. Cr- Christian Sarkis. Christian. Oh my God. Blast yeah. from the past. Yeah, there. Welcome. The, the original. You can tell I've been playing specialist. griddle, right? <laughs> 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 I will say though, set pieces are they could do with improvement fast. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree I think with that. our corners. If I never want to see Torres take another corner again, never. They are <laughs> why is that? They are horrible. Montiel. Maybe Docker is the answer to that. Maybe he was taking the left um, side ones. Mm. Yeah, get him on both. I reckon. Um, he was taking him in Adelaide as well. He's, uh, delivery's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like it's it's improved from the couple of times early on. He was maybe stepping over them, but. Um, yeah, if, if we can get a consistent set piece, you know, specialist, if we'll call it that. But then we've got the issue is if if Storm comes back in, he's back on the bench, then who do we go to then? So it is well, a hard one. But Do we know if Ronald is a um, free kicker? I'll tell you who he is, Maxi Ballard. Yeah, he's the Actually, other one that's also been taken. he's taken some recently too, he, hasn't he? Has, he? yeah. Yeah, and they've been decent as well. Yep. Nothing that, you know. he, uh, Mark my words, he will score from a free kick before the end of the season. Oh, that's recorded. You're aware of that. <laughs> I'm not disputing it because after that shot he had in the Wellington game that nearly gave me a heart attack, I don't mm. doubt it for a minute. Oh, the power that he got on that shot. I know, shot. and it was dipping. Incredible. Pi- <laughs> Piney <laughs> finally hit puberty when oh. he hit <laughs> In fairness, so did I. <laughs> I felt like Piney was just screaming at me the whole game. It was just fired up. He likes a yell. It's fair. He does. He does. Good guy, Piney. Good coverage actually over there compared to some of the others. Oh, but I'll 100%. Just leave it there. Occasionally a little bit Wellington-esque, but oh, yeah. generally. Occasionally. Generally. <laughs> occasionally. The, well, the bias is incredible. being parochial in their own country, but um, at the same time, the coverage itself, like they're intelligent commenters on the game, commentary's decent, thought that the actual um, 
quality of the coverage itself was good, but that was probably because it was in the middle of the day and I was the only person watching it. <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You've always come up with a good question. Oh, yes, it is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And uh, as always, thank you all so much for all your submissions across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the ccmfans.net forum. So as Glenn Dwyer says, grab yourself a prawn sandwich. That goes to you, Moz, and uh, wrap your ears around some of these ones. Starting this week with uh, Dave Bloom, who has actually just slid into my DMs with a Morrow's match report from your escapades no, last night at Soccer 4. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wrote this report. I haven't. I haven't actually uh, read this yet. So, is it fit for public consumption? Uh, a, live, a live reading could be dangerous. We're about to find out. <laughs> it was a weird kind of day at Tugra. After what seems like an eternal, endless stream of humidity, it cooled down. Maybe the gods are anticipating the return of Aaron Morrow. He evaded the gods last week, in which his team secured a seven-all draw. Are they better without him? Apparently so. From his own reports, he was at fault for at least one goal, but I feel he might be responsible for all three. Why not? Another disappointing week of no goals for Morrow, but he did take away the moral high ground with no abuse of our officials. <laughs> <laughs> Bloomy also says, in total honesty, I was caught up on the phone uh, for most of the game and missed most of Moz playing, but uh, I'll make up a report of total BS. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should be thankful for that, actually, since I just um, put my foot out about 10 minutes into the second half to um, make a block on a shot. Uh, ball hit me in the foot, rolled me ankle. I lay down, uh, got rubber all over me like a reverse lamington and never, <laughs> never played again. <laughs> and now now I'm on the ice bag until Saturday to get ready for the Margins Cup. Yep, yep. Rest up for Margins Cup. Uh, recover is the problem. When you're my age, it takes, you know, two mm. weeks. Is, it won't be two days. Need that ice bath. I've been on the ice bag. Get in the uh, the, in, no, in cry, the full bath. Cryotherapy, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. I'd die in there and never get out. Get in the bin. Get <laughs> no, in the ice bin. You get the, um, you get the, belong. You get the um, like the cryo leg pack thing. Really popular. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll have a chat to Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Brycey, hook him up. He's not a miracle worker. That <laughs> 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 so looks like much he can do. <laughs> Johnny Needham on Facebook says, was yesterday's match the most entertaining nil-all draw you've ever seen? Yes and no. I don't, I don't think so. I think it depends as to what way you're looking at it because as we said at the start, tactically it was very engaging. Yeah. But in terms of raw entertainment, probably not. You know, Only seven shots for them, eight for us. There wasn't much much happening at um, in the box, right? No, limited, limited. Six shots on target for an entire game. In total, yeah. But it was a good game. It was an enjoyable. Yeah. I'll say it was, it was a poor it was, game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was maybe maybe cagey in parts, but definitely. Um, yeah. But fitting of a one-two, like it, it looked every bit a top of the table clash. Yeah, it didn't really have that sort of ding-dong affair to it. It was sort of like you know, Floyd Mayweather was fighting Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Do you agree that it was probably a deserved result for uh, for both teams? Yep. 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 Possibility of a Mariners Wellington at Grandy. Love it. I mean, given what we've seen, I, I, hot take, Melbourne Victory are the worst undefeated team I've ever seen. Hot take approved. Yeah. Not, oh, that's not, not my standard. Not saying they're a bad team, right? Mm. They, are, they are a good team. <laughs> they are a very good team that, on their day. That they love conceding flight. late goals. They do yeah, not deserve to be undefeated. But they do not deserve to be undefeated. They are the worst undefeated team I've ever seen. Agree. Mm. So given that context, everyone else... Down below them, 
I'm not concerned about. Like we've said a couple of weeks ago, I think it's, it's easier. If, if we are ever to go back to back before this league goes under <laughs> in the next probably 10 years, it is this year. Yep. Yep. Oh, you, we're getting so greedy. <laughs> Very. Is that you, Ivan? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, Johnny goes on to ask, out of Edmondson and Barcelos, who do you think will bring the most to the team based on what we've seen so far? Tough to answer that. I don't think Ooh. we've seen enough from either. No, very, obviously, very different players. Mm. Um, bring, bring, Yeah, bring their own. Yeah, yes. Uh, I will say Edmondson. Edmo, Purely yeah. because of the impact he'll have on other players as well, like your Allos and your Jings and, and bringing them up to another level because he'll put the pressure on for that spot. And if, even if we can, even if we keep on playing with this sort of two up top thing that we're sort of seeing, you know, similar to the Tulio and the Cummings style from last season, um, even with that there, it's it's on the pitch. It's going to put them up, those other guys up to another level, as well as what we've seen him potentially bring. Like we said before, got some good touches, making some good runs. Mm. The way once, he moves, once you they start tell, to gel a bit tell more. he's a baller, right? Yeah. Just the way he moves. Yeah. He glides. He, he does. He has yeah. that effortless sort of He's got that sort of, big yeah. sort of stride going on. Yeah. Like it's, it reminds it's, me a little yeah. bit of uh, Tommy Rogic in the way he moves. His gait. Ooh, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. I can see that. Mm, yeah, I, I can see that. I think he's got a sort of a delivery that reminds me not uh, a kind of a Matty Simons kind of structure player, but with the tech – don't want to be insulting to either of them here, but Matty was – had the fire and brimstone that possibly Edmondson doesn't, but Edmondson probably has the techers that Matty, you know, might have wished he had. So if he, to me, it's a maybe a Matty Simon role that, that he can pick up there only with a bit more quality. Sorry, Matty. I can feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Tobias Howell says, would you guys record a podcast somewhere with a live audience? Besides prawn sandwiches for Moz, what would it take to make this happen? I know a great little bar to do it at. Is that a shameless plug, Tobias? I think, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Tobias. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Yeah, shout out to the OB. Uh, Tobias, the uh, the publican there, and he's just uh, he's just opened up a new rum and, and whiskey bar in the corner there. The old corner bar at the OB. So um, I've spoken to, uh, to Tobias a couple of times about maybe getting down there and uh, doing a live pot at some point in time. So uh, we did guys... do it. Oh, yeah, we're, we're not first timers, are we? We did try to do a live one. Sideline, did we not? Sideline, yeah. yeah. Did that yeah. ever get released? It was before yeah. my. That was yeah. before yeah. my time. Uh, Surely it went out. I it, think it did. It didn't go great because the the background noise. Is it's pretty it's hard. It was hard with background noise. Yeah, yeah. I think we didn't with, have this good equipment yeah, there. With the gear we've got now, it'd be a lot easier. It'd be better. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. No, I don't think it's a bad idea. And what would be required well i've become quite partial to having ham on um my prawn sandwiches <laughs> prawn and ham right <laughs> just you eat pizza with a knife and fork too by the way so <laughs> just... how dare he reveal that on the pod <laughs> i hear he sits huh? down to wee as well <laughs> oh, have you seen nothing me wrong a... with a sit down wait hear a word against have you it. seen me eat a hamburger <laughs> oh no oh, it's, it's bad. oh don't tell me <laughs> knife and fork oh no <laughs> not maccas Absolute crime. Yeah. But he drinks his uh, bourbon and coke with a straw as well. I don't drink bourbon and coke. He I'm drinks a... his beer with a straw. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm That's not egregious. Sure. I can't really remember whether I drink my um, espresso martinis with a straw. <laughs> 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 Refuses to drink them unless they've got a little uh, little umbrella. By the, time, <laughs> by the time I drink them, everything's a bit hazy. So I'm not really sure. And even, even worse, it's a paper straw. <laughs> <laughs> just disintegrates halfway through. It's in the bottom of the cup by the time I finish. <laughs> so what, there's but, a couple of espresso Martini's flowing on uh, on Saturday night down Adelaide again, mate. Uh, made, you proud. Th- made you proud. Th- yeah. 
thinking of me. <laughs> Should we? We need to chuck to, I can't think what it's called. We need to chuck that to the listeners. If people are interested in a live show and would be interested in attending, let us know. Think it could be done. Yep. If you guys are in for it, I'm up for it. I'm always up for it. Wait, wait. Yeah, a bit of a return to the OB could be all right. I've been kicked out of there many times. <laughs> Back in the day. Maybe your name's I'm still on the door. Pretty sure, I'm anyone, pretty sure they've still got your photo up there. <laughs> anyone remember when it was called Nelson's? To no, not serve this pro- man. None of you were born. The photo's in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted <laughs> poster. <laughs> it's only in black and white because it went in the paper. <laughs> William Brown asks, do we think Torres will surpass our top goal scorer um, or top amount of goals scored in one season? Can't say why he wouldn't with the form he's on. Hmm. Um, He'd need, what, 10 in the 10. last six? No, 10 in the last 10 games. I wouldn't Tw- put it against 10, him. 10 in 10. 11. 11. 27 rounds. 27. Okay. Wouldn't and we're in 16. Him. So that's 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 games to do it. Was Cummings just regular season or the whole season? He had 20, in the, uh, including the finals. How many yeah. times do we play City and Adelaide again? Because that's probably <laughs> the, the, the real think, answer. Two, I think. I think. I think we're done for Adelaide. Um, or we might have them. No, home. we've got. We've still got City and Adelaide later in the season at home. Well, yes, he will do it. I think it could be on. Yes. Also, who's the player who surprised you most this season? Oh, potentially controversial, but Dan Hall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Because knew he had it in him, but was concerned that it wasn't going to come back. Mm. But absolutely has. Torres, after the way he started. That's fair. I'm going to say Faz because he's just gone from strength to strength and added such a huge amount this year. He's gone from being a you know a, a good young and up-and-coming player to a bloke who's controlling games mm. from left back. And still so young. Mm. Exactly. Like, what a player. Vuka. Oof, the yeah. fact that he's actually improved again, um, you know, he's another year. He's 38 now. Mm. All right, 39 pretty he's soon. Not, he's, an, he's not exactly a spring chicken. Um, you know, maybe he's, he's coming into his best years as, as a keeper. I don't it's know. Peak. You and your prime but, as a keeper over 40, isn't that what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Melissa Barbieri uh, playing at 43 years old. Mm. Yeah. What's, what's, what's our friend's name from... From the MPL or the state league. Oh, um, <laughs> Kyriakos Tohoroglu. Yes. Uh, played into his 50s. Yeah. Uh, Ex Olympiakos um, uh, played at a couple of other 8,074 well. games for. Um, uh, right on me? Yep. Right? Uh, yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, was, he was League Two goalkeeper of the season like 500 times or something. <laughs> um, but he finally, yeah, finally hung the gloves up the other year. Um, yeah. <laughs> Kept his dozers behind the goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I, fe- I, I first met him at the smoking area outside at the casino. Just <laughs> puffing away. I was like, Kyriakos, can I get a selfie? <laughs> oh, what a guy. A couple of questions coming in. One from uh, Emma Fit- Fitzgerald uh, asking if we've heard anything about the Supporters Trust lately. No. No, but well, we should try and get some sort of an update. To give people. When was the last time you spoke to Brogues, Moss? Uh, a while, actually. And I know that he had some personal things going on. I probably said that on this podcast before. Yep. But the um, what I – I tell a little bit of a porky pie, I suppose. I did actually get an email from him a while back there, which was the notification of the AGM, the Supporters Trust AGM. So the entity exists, continues to exist and is is there. And, yeah, so I dropped him a call and an email, but I haven't heard from him. So hmm. – um, Pretty reliable sort of a character though, so I expect that he's probably gone through some things and 
need some time. But um, it could also be that it's on the back burner while, you know, the current owner is doing what he's doing. Um, Maybe it doesn't really work with the sort of structure of the, or, the, or the way the club is structured at the moment with Rich funding the club for three years with the option to buy at the end or whatever the case is with, with his agreement there with Mike. So um, maybe, yeah, maybe it's just, as you say, on the back burner until that sort of three years is up. I'm, I'm not sure. We'll try and get an answer there. Yes. Edwin Haverkamp wants to know when and where is the club garage sale going to be where we flick anything not bolted down so that we can lock in Niz, Faz and Maxi onto long-term contracts. Are we getting concerned about the Niz situation? I am. I legitimately yeah, because I am concerned. really concerned. Like, I shouldn't be, but... Because it's, it seems Captain Obvious, right? Uh, to throw him whatever he wants. Yeah. Here's a blank sign him check. Up, yeah. If he goes at the end of the season and we've locked him into a three-year contract, then so be it. At least we get something for him. Because if we let him go for free or he goes to another club... It's madness. Like, I that will, might be I the worst will, bit of business mm. in the league's history. I, I don't expect any any of those three to be here at the end of the season. No. Um, I fully expect Faz will go. Faz will 100% go to either the Scottish Prem or the Championship, Maxi will go. Um, and if Niz doesn't get an overseas move at the end of the season, I'll eat my hat. Yeah. yeah. And I don't and know I, how we can't see it coming because mm. we there was a time when, you know, the jury was out on where his place was in the, you know, list of the best midfielders in the comp and so <laughs> forth. But we have now – I think there's only one fan left who we haven't convinced that he's <laughs> – Probably the best midfielder in the comp. He spent so. the last four days crying after the Wanderers game. Okay? You need to, you need to <laughs> cut some on. slack. Oh, well, that'd be right. Um, Shout out to uh, West Sydney Football on Twitter. <laughs> but, so everybody knows this is pretty obvious for the whole A-League. It's funny, though, because you say it's obvious, but I feel like it was yesterday we signed him up for three years and mm. it's come around It's like come that. around way too quickly. I, I would like to think that we have already done a deal with him. Something's there, but surely. Maybe there's already an agreement to, to sell him at the end of the season, so it's not – I don't know. Well, uh, Someone tell us something, yeah. please. Sean, give me a call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on my knees. Beg. I'm begging. A couple of questions that have come through, one from uh, Jamie Downs and one from Seton Wilson about um, uh, Thea Harris and will he ever be a 90-minute player? I'll back him to do it soon, but he's got a fair bit to go. He put in so much work in preseason as well to yep. uh, to improve his fitness, and I think uh, he's, he's getting better. I, I think – He's had limited game time this season, which I think has obviously impacted his his impact over 90 minutes, mm. right? Um, yeah, I, I tend to agree with what Jamie said here that maybe we left him on for about 10 minutes too long against Wellington. Yep. He it would have been cooked because I'll tell you what, Adelaide, it was like 38 degrees. It was It was hot. Yeah. yeah. It, it, there's absolutely things happening in the background with him that they're working super, super closely with him, with him on to make him a 90-minute player. It's the first time, though, in the Wellington game that I've seen that he, like, he was cooked and needed to be replaced. Whereas I felt that he was a ninety-minute player in the previous game, did well in the Adelaide game, yeah, played long, um, never looked like he was spent. But in short turnaround, short yeah, comes exactly, into it probably. Exactly. So Even Niz, who who he he has to be one of the fittest players. His stamina is unbelievable. Understand the, how I, I haven't it? I haven't done the numbers, but at some point. Yeah, probably nearly 10 games in, he played just about every single minute, including yes. AFC Cup, except yeah. for the last half an hour against Bali United when we were 6-1 up or whatever. Yep. And I 
can't remember him coming off in a game since then. So he's probably played every they, single minute. They of mentioned the whole on season. commentary that it's Danny and him are the only players. So they played every every, every minute. Yeah, I've spoken yeah. to a couple of the boys about it as well. They they are simply in awe, and it's, yeah. uh, it's and hard even not he to said be, right in the full time interview he said his legs are a bit sore. So <laughs> if if just, his legs are sore, the house's legs are definitely sore. <laughs> yeah, <it was> a <laughs> just, just just a little bit sore. Just a like, little <laughs> bit. Just <laughs> not too much. Still having a good laugh and that, but you know, just a little bit sore. He's, he's oh, a freak. He's, he's a freak. Yeah. Yep. Jim Quilty on Facebook uh, wants to know, are Wellington the best team that we faced? What do we need to do to be able to beat them next time? Like I said, run it back. I'm looking forward to uh, yeah. to round two. Mm. Move move that low block around. Mm. Yeah. Fast passing. Yeah, increase the ball speed. I think maybe yeah. maybe the ball speed was a little bit – and I think maybe movement in the front third. And like we said, it, it is hard when they're that compact um, in their, in those sort of two defensive blocks there. Yeah. Um, and that, that also could – literally come down to like we just said the short turnaround yeah maybe that's that's why we we're a bit static up top as well and you know it, it's a big ask too for Edmondson to play in Adelaide <laughs> in that heat when he was I think he said he was buddy throwing snowballs a couple of weeks ago yep. <laughs> and then to play 72 hours later or whatever it was again in, with, in, in, in a different country in 30 degree heat again yeah yeah so it, it, it was a big ask but I hopefully next time we play them slightly fresher legs a bit more of an understanding now that we've actually played them about how they play I'm sure we'll be able to break them down a bit better you reckon Jacko and um, and uh, the the coaching staff would be analysing the shit out of that game? I think he said they were, they were going to go back to the hotel and watch the game straight away 100%. in the post game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Serge used to do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I feel like you know one of the first things would be that he'll want to get more of the ball. They had the ball, which you were gonna if you're the coach of them, then you want to be on that ball. You're at home, you want to control mm. the game, and they did that. Generally, they had fifty-seven percent, and they. Exactly, and they talked during the game a lot about our potential for a you know runaway or, or whatever a counter-attacking goal, and it was there. So I think we'll want more of the ball. We want to play it quickly, and that's probably going to be the difference when they play at our stadium. So, but yes, to me, they are the best team that we've played, and I, I think Melbourne Victory have been flooded a bit by the goal glut from Fornaroli. Cameron Oxley is stealing Cameron Smith's thunder this week. He's gone full Josh Howe area, is he? <laughs> He's um, him. Uh, start one, bench one, sell one. Sorry, Cam Smith. Um, Kevin Musket, Roy Keane and Eric Cantona. I'm selling Kevin. There's no way I'm playing. <laughs> There's no way I'm, agreed, I'm having yeah. him anywhere in the same postcode or country. If I'm, I'm starting Kano and I'm probably bringing Cantona off the bench after, after 45 minutes and selling Musket. I will align to that. Mm. Yep. Yeah, you've got to sell Cantona. He's going to be worth the most easily, <laughs> even now, in his fossilised condition. Is that before or after the fly kick? Both. I'm, Just for I'm, the entertainment factor. I'm part of the reason yeah. I want him on the bench. I'm so keeping him sit, for the fly kick. I, yeah. I, I want to sit next to him, you know, just swilling red wine or brandy and smoking <laughs> cigars too on the bench. like Telling him what the what the fans are saying about him, get him all rolled up. Pretty sure Roy Keane can come up with something that savage. So that's why I'm going to keep him so that he can come up with something savage. And as for Musket, well, what do you do with Musket? <laughs> What was the other option? <laughs> Start bench cell. Yeah, leave him on the end of the bench. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe put him on there and, you know, just shits and giggles. But he's playing for your right, team. So have, isn't you, he? have you actually yeah. picked any of this? Or <laughs> <laughs> have you answered the question? <laughs> oh, I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if I have to do the Selling, Start One, Bench One, Sell One, the Academy Edition. <laughs> Selling Cantona. Boo. Playing Keen. Benching Musket. Okay. Okay. When go. seagulls follow the trawler, it is because they know sardines will be thrown into the sea. <laughs> 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 
Sarah Ellen on Facebook, are we surprised by any of the players that we retained? Do you you feel that there were noticeably less club-to-club transfers this uh, this window? Did we make enough use of the window, do you think? P.S. not complaining. Thank God it's closed. Has it slammed shut yet? Yeah, the mutual termination window slammed shut uh, yesterday. Um, I am surprised no movement Wenzel Halls. Um, I feel like there was a lot less movement this window than we saw last um, January window. It's like from us or league-wide? League-wide. League-wide, I felt like there was a a flurry of activity last January and this has felt a little bit, yeah, I don't know, it's quiet. It hasn't been much. It feels like it's been quiet all over the world. You look at the um, January window and the Prem, there's hardly any business done. Yeah, Mm. I agree. Yeah, I mean, from our perspective, with Edmondson coming in, I'm surprised Windsor Halls wasn't moved on or he didn't want to go because I feel like that's a pretty big writing on the wall mm. move for him. He's fourth in the pecking yeah. order. Apparently he's, he's been a consummate pro uh, about the whole thing though. Still training hard, putting mm. in the hard yards and yeah, you know, and fair, fair play. It's, it's, it's a shame too because there was a player there a couple of seasons ago when he was at Brisbane and scoring a few goals every now and then you thought, well, is he going to be the guy that makes the step up from the MPL uh, and is pretty consistent? He was a good finisher and then it just hasn't worked anywhere yeah. he's gone so that's unfortunate but so i i'm just a bit surprised about that i think we did say i think i did say the other week that the, how we utilize the window is going to make or break the season for jackson uh. <laughs> i mean so far we've brought in the two very early but they both look they both look okay mm, mm. i think edmondson will be really good still probably a few question marks out there about ronald and and but Think like there's, Mark a pl- there's a player there, mate. It's a similar. It's yeah. a. It's such a similar. It's like scary how similar this whole thing is between With Tulio Torres. and then Torres <laughs> yeah. and then him. It's the same thing. It's. It looks like there is a player there. Mm. He needs to understand how we play. He needs to do his. Defensive work. They should settle into the into everything about yeah. the new club, new country. We see this with all foreigners. Mm-hmm. It's it's once he does the defensive work, the attacking stuff will come, and you know there was a couple of moments here. So like I said before, when he came on. In the Wellington game, there was I was like, "Oh, hello!" Like, little flick around the corner, little yeah. flick around the corner, better a couple block. of players like wants to, but then turned to do the fun stuff. Away. Yes, he got yep. fouled, did he? Possibly, yeah. he did get fouled. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, there is definitely a play there. So I, I think we we've utilised the window well, and we've built where we needed to. And like we've been saying, number nine and a winger was the two things we were calling for and that's mm. what we've got so and we did move on a couple of players as well Dean Larson mm-hmm. uh, moving on Cam Windus, Windus. who's uh, signed down at Marconi for the season as well um, good thing from my point of view is so uh, we actually retained uh, Maxim Kasalovic after mm. um, for, for by all accounts he, he was leaving um, he's chosen to stay and fight for a fight for a spot and, and show him that he's show the club that he's worthy of a spot and um, fair play to him um, yeah. I think he is and that, then there was is the rumor about the whole Torres? Yeah, well, that's but that is a scary thing because the Korean windows open till March. Different, different windows open <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. But everything we've heard is that there's nothing. It's just a it's, rumor. Yeah, it's just yeah. When, when when that broke on on Twitter, and by broke I mean one person, one person, one person who covers the who's league. a random yeah. journo in in Korea, um, absolutely zero contact had been made from Suwon or any other Korean club for that matter. Might just be agent sort of pushing something out there to agent in the market bumping up the price, bump up his 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 wages, and I think it, well, well, yeah, that to the price for us and potentially <laughs> for for a sell on. But mm. I think he may have potentially doubled 
the asking price with the couple of goals <laughs> that he's scored since that rumor broke. So keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it might have tempered it a little bit with the uh, with the Wellington game. Yeah, uh, brought it back down a couple. So that's <laughs> probably good for his news, not much news for us. It's going to be like his FPL price. <laughs> <laughs> To Paper. the moon. Exactly. To the moon. Uh, hopefully that's um, part of that answers your question as well, Dean Elphick. Early thoughts on Edmondson. Alan Clout, how do you get four weeks for saying something to the referee? Oof. Um, Tolgay Arslan being sent off after the final whistle during the week in their game against Perth. Yeah, must Doesn't been... sound like something the best yeah. midfielder in the league would do. <laughs> Josh as Nisbet people would keep trying to tell me. Josh Nisbet, Josh Nisbet, Nisbet would, would never. never. Would not hurt a fly, mm. but um, will definitely kill your football career. Yeah, but it, it must be it juicy, whatever he said. It must be bad because they came out straight away and they were like, yep, you know, it's it's worthy of more than four weeks. Mm. And it's four minimum. Four, it, yeah, well, more than four. So they've assessed it as worthy of more than four, mm. which is the minimum. Yeah, um, but if you get sent to the MRP, it's four minimum. So he's getting four at least. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, already. so whatever whatever he said, yeah. And City came out with a statement straight away. They didn't try and say they were going to appeal it or anything And Vidmar like wasn't happy either. He, he was pretty salty about his whole team after that game and said, you know, when someone mentioned the red card, said, this is what I'm talking about. We just, uh, we're just lacking discipline at the moment in all areas. <laughs> How close are we till he calls Melbourne a piss city? It's got to be close. Oh, <laughs> just a matter of moments away, aren't we? Really? Just, what a full circle moment. Shove your coffee and museums up your ass. Piss ant city. <laughs> who, was the ref, who was the ref in this? Sorry? What was the ref? Shane Skinner was the ref. Right. Yeah, right. Never heard of him. <laughs> I can I can picture him. But cool, yeah. cool story. I, I, I'm pretty sure they said at the start of the coverage it was only like his third game that he was in the centre for. Guy. So, Ooh. yeah, there you go. Well, back um, in the wardrobe for a few weeks now. <laughs> Jeff Fletcher. Uh, actually, this has come through from a couple of channels. So Jeff and uh, and Cameron Smith. Maybe this is why Cameron didn't come through with his start one, Ben Tronsell one. He's, Got more importantly, he's going on here. Yeah, yeah. This is. Um, I need to know. We need to get a, uh, a detective on the case here. Um, so Jeff says, regarding my gold edition comment from the previous pod, um, referring to the gold jerseys with the star and the gold logo, for the matches against Adelaide and Wellington, uh, Jeff's eagle eyes noticed that only Vuka and Edmondson had the gold kit on. I thought we would have worn it all season. Now, yeah, this is something I noticed as well in the Adelaide game. Only Vuka and Edmo had the, uh, the champion star. And, uh, and the gold A-League logo on the kit. Everyone else just had the standard, bog-standard blue A-League logo, no star. What's what, doing? What is, what's doing? That is too weird. I'm going back to the replays now. Oh, didn't you notice? <laughs> no, I haven't been I'm, monitoring I shirts. You posted it in the group chat at uh, whatever time I think it was, it was Cameron's screenshot that he's got here. It's it's Vuka is, is obviously has the gold one, yep. and then he's got the same picture of uh, Torres. Yep. With, with the, the blue. blue one. And you can see Edmo behind Edmo Torres with, with the, the star. Goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know what, I probably did notice it at the ground as well because I remember thinking about it and then I remember going to the joiner's arms and having like 12 Hofbrows. So. <laughs> Fair. Um, well, how, how when, I to, when I got back to the hotel, I saw that you'd posted in group chat about it as yeah. well and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> how are they getting produced <laughs> with like, the blue? Would they, not oh, all, yeah. <laughs> would they not all get produced with the gold? Yeah. Surely. Why are they getting made with blue at all? Yeah. If um, this is our champion's kit. So, Sean, uh, can you give us a call about Nizzy's contract? Sean has a few follow-ups <laughs> to do after this pod, so. Weird. Matthew Brewster on Twitter wants to know, what was the real reason Luke Wilkshire quit his role at the club? This is going back a little while now. <laughs> uh, he seems to have plenty of time for media appearances. Well, he got the, um, the short-term gig with the Socceroos that he really wanted to take up and asked to be released from his contract here. 
was weird. Mm. Uh, it was weird. a weird move, but I mean, he's gone straight back to Wollongong Wolves as, as technical director now as well. It worked out well for the academy. I guess Abbasad came in and um, yeah, kept us up. Worked out better for the long run. I, I think, think so. Yep. It's probably the boot sponsorship. <laughs> Reebok spine sponsoring. You're obsessed with the fact that he used to wear boots Mr. on White the boots. Line. It was like as if he polished those boots <laughs> <laughs> and pulled his socks up over his trackies. <laughs> they were very bright. They were. Mm. You could see that from the opposite side of the pitch. Warren Menier on Twitter says, with the league's comments about being a development league, is the backlash warranted or is it just a case of some people not accepting Australia's place in world football? The latter. Mm, I think so. Both. I think people are just looking like people love to be outraged. Yep. <laughs> Especially so- social so- media and so- soccer Twitter loves to be outraged. So yeah. there's obviously not enough going on at the moment for them to be outraged about. They picked up on this comment about mm. Australia being a development league and, and go, no, we're not. I mean, do you think those, those like the countries outside of the top five leagues in Europe think that they're not a development league? Like mm. that's what a club like bloody Ajax, like do you think that <laughs> they don't, Pride themselves on that. Right? That's what they do. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not. There's nothing wrong with being a development league. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. And that's exactly what we are, Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Arnie. <laughs> I mean, there were a lot of clubs that I guess weren't really necessarily a development league for for quite a long time. You know, you look at the likes of Perth, who haven't really had that many coming through their their sort of academy system over there. They've historically gone and so- signed older players from overseas. Um, you know, Wanderers uh, up until lately. Um, and there are some really good young players coming through there. Aiden Simmons, for example. Mm. Um, Gabriel Clare is another one. Um, whoever else. <laughs> Tate Russell. <laughs> Tate, yes. Tate Russell. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, but I think it's sort of based around our blueprint in a lot of ways. Yeah, and I, I think Adelaide is <laughs> coming a bit unstuck with that at the moment. Like, Oh, do you think they've seen the dollar signs and just gone, yep. Yeah, but like when just because you play kids mm. does not mean you're actually developing kids. Yeah, There's true. a difference between just giving kids minutes for the sake of it mm. and actually giving kids minutes that are ready and then still developing them. Just because you throw them on a pitch doesn't mean that the development is then over. Mm. Like that was a big thing with Monty as well. Is, is uh, yes, we've got young kids, but they have to be ready. It's getting that balance right. Yeah, like you look back to you know someone like a Kai Rolls. Mm. I don't think he was ready when he was initially oh, thrown no, into the deep. No, end. no, he, way. he was not ready. He, like I mean, I don't want to say he got lucky, but you know. The fact that he was thrown into was such a shit side. It was and just went, a necessity. Went 283 games without a win yeah. in his career um, before finally becoming one of the best centre-backs in the league mm. at that time. You know, it's not a lot of players that get thrown into that sort of circumstance are going are gonna to end and up. come out the other side. Yeah, come out the other side of it. Yeah. You know, the, it's, the, ru- it's, it's ruined that many kids. Yeah. So, so it's, it's I think that's a big mistake where, you know, and all the word is that apparently Adelaide's academy is really good. So, okay, well, where is it? They've lost a couple of players in the transfer window. Gorsi's gone. Popovich yeah. got sold. They lost a couple of goalkeepers. They lost a couple of other players. And now they're all freaking out. And they're on these sort of really bad runs. And it's like, well, hang on. Isn't the whole, I thought you were really good at youth development. They, they lose like, a lot of players to, to New South Wales as well. Like we, yeah. the amount of players that we've picked up from Adelaide's academy over the years, 
quite a few. Yeah, and that's why it's so important for us to keep this whole academy thing intact because we will continue to lose the likes of, you know, the Torreses and mm-hmm. the Depizios and mm-hmm. the Farrells and the Maxi Ballards and all of these guys. As long as our academy system is intact and the same as it has been, we'll be okay. But yep. then you end up in a situation like Adelaide where it's just doesn't top to bottom, like where's the next ones coming through? And then you get them sort of – they do start to come through, like a Johnny Yell, who seems like a great player, but then Carl Vip pulls him off at halftime two games in a row mm. when he was arguably the best player on the pitch. It's, it just – I don't know. It doesn't make much sense to me. Do you think it was a bit unnecessary though? I mean, I'm, I haven't listened – I haven't read or listened to that entire press conference, but – I haven't understood why Nick Garcia thought he needed to say that. Like, what was the actual point of saying we're a development league? Because it was pretty likely to get this response from some. Needs to say less. Yeah, I thought it was a naive leadership comment myself. Um, Maybe, but it's not something to get outraged about, I don't reckon. No, agree. Mm. It's just that anything that APL does at the moment is just being watched. APL bad. APL does or says is getting raked over the coals. (laughs) Stop doing poo things. Yeah. (laughs) Dylan Owen Wilson on Instagram says, do we reckon that Vuka is definitely going to retire after this season or not? Not with the way he's playing. Two more years at least. We need to have a word with him. (laughs) Sign him up. He's got the record for clean sheets now. He's on to his 150th Mariners appearance this weekend. Um, I reckon he's he's got to chase Reddy's oldest player in the league. Reddy was what, 40, got up to 41? 41. Yeah. 41. He can do it. Yeah. He's fit as a fiddle. He can do it. I think we Look need at the rig on him, mate. Mm. Rigosaurus Rex. I don't know. The Brisbane fans never hey, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to get him in here and let him know what we think about that. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's do it. I hope I hope he's got an option in his contract that can be activated either by the club or himself. I hope he's feeling good at the end of the season. I'm sure he's going to assess it at the end of the season. You know, he's he's been around the traps long enough now. He, he'll know. Well, because he's, he's the goalkeeper coach, technically, does he just get to sign himself? He's the goalkeeper manager. Manager. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Hasn't got the right credentials? Not yet. (laughs) Surely he has a say in his own signing. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, yeah. He'll he'll know within himself. And based on his current form, who's going to begrudge him another year? If he keeps this up to the end of the season, then again, if we go back to back, do do you go out on a high or is it a matter if you don't go out when you're on a heater? I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Very tough call. Just stay, Bookers. Don't worry about all this. Yeah, stay forever. <laughs> Corsair on the ccmfans.net forum. This is a good one. Um, if you could bring back any previous Mariners player from any era, time machine, so same age and fitness, into this squad, who would it be and why? Sheesh. <laughs> uh, Peak Rogic. Oh, yeah. Tommy That's P. That's fair. Tommy P. I thought you might say Shout that. out to Thurbs, who I know posted that on the forum too. <laughs> And uh, I won't shout James Walker out because he's probably not listening anyway. <laughs> probably not. Definitely, definitely not. <laughs> Every time I do shout him out, though, he listens. He's listening. He, he listens uh, for the shout out. Of course. Millie Ednack, of course. Uh, course. Oh, how did you know? I was, how would you not have known I was going to say that? Yeah, at the base of that myth. Yeah, he was just too good, and also because of that moment when he played that first game, when I was literally enraged, jumping out of my seat, yelling at Laurie, demanding to get him off because he was so bad that he'd just been treated like a witch's hat by somebody, and he grabbed him by the back of the shirt, stretched their shirt by about two metres. I was like, <laughs> get him off! <laughs> and then after that, he became Premier League Australian captain. Embarrassing. <laughs> Peak Damien Morey did bits for us too. Yeah, fairness. decent. 
decent. 12, 13 Macca. Wonder, wonder how he'd go with Edmo. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if Edmo and 12, 13 Macca are too similar. I was thinking about that, but yeah. I'm sticking with Tommy P. Really is a great shout, though. Mate, those free kicks. There's some I'll never forget. Yeah. Cripple on the ccmfans.net forum. That must be me. Um, <laughs> or me. <laughs> it's not. Uh, but <laughs> wants to know, when are Harry Steele and Brad Tapp due back? Uh, Tappy will be another couple of weeks. Um, is just um, precautionary, as I understand it. Looking forward to uh, to having him back, though. His, his first mm-hmm. couple of appearances were sensational. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Steely, I think he's just a couple of weeks away as well. Um, he was out of the boot last I saw. So um, Plenty of competition coming up in that midfield. Yeah, it's good. Plenty. You'd love so, to see it, hey. Jackson said uh, in the uh, post-match he, he has a headache. Yeah, he's, he definitely he's, does. Because, he's, he's I mean, you know, we've we've it looks like we've changed our shape again since Edmo came in, right? Mm. Um, so, you know, with the return of Steely and Tappy, do we revert back to that? Um, I no Jacko's adamant it wasn't a four three three, but do we revert to come that on, Jacko. alleged four three three or <laughs> come on, four three three, come on. Do we revert back to the shape that we were playing? Three four three? I'm not mentioning it if we ever see him. Four four two? Formations are so passe. Of course. Yeah. It's just yeah. 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 It's it's about moments. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. I love you, no homo. Well, let's look ahead to this weekend. We return home after a couple of matches back-to-back away. Double header back at our paradise again this weekend. The the dub kicking off at 5 p.m. and uh, the men kicking off at 7.45. The dub against uh, Melbourne Victory and uh, our boys going around against Sydney FC. Fellas, how are we feeling? Confident. I thought thought Sydney were starting to turn a corner under Talley, but it's kind of gone backwards. Kind of not. Just seems mm, a bit random, doesn't it? Just like there's some so bits of form that you random see there. Is, is, is probably the best way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. Like, like if they're not beating Western United, who are clearly bottom, then opportunity for us. Like you look at the last few results, they conceded four to Adelaide. Yeah, and then the next on the week, put, of January, put four and then past put Newcastle four against the Jets. Yeah, <laughs> and and kept a clean sheet. Drew one all with Vark. Um, they beat Wellington just a few weeks ago as mm. well. But then they shit the bed against Western on the weekend. <laughs> So it's just it's a it's weird, random. It's a roller coaster. It's random. It's a weird it run of form, and there, there's a lot of Sydney fans out there not that impressed mm. with some of the selections and and the style that they're they're currently playing. So um, yeah, I'm I'm for I don't know why I never feel confident playing against them, whether no, no matter what form they're in. Mm. Um, but this this it's one of the rare times where they come here, and I actually am feeling pretty confident. Yeah. So I I will go. 2-0, us. And I'm going to back Theo Harris because the last two times I've done that, he has scored next game. So Back in Theo, three in a game. I will do three it. in a row. Kaching yep. bringing him into his fantasy team. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Action speaks so much louder than what is looking. Hey, who got 231 in the fantasy this this week? Okay. Yeah, it's right not about, it's right not about hero. that. Who's, who's ranked 179 out of 7,000? It's yeah. not about that. Yeah, well, Ryan Morgan got, what, 270? I think he's ranked higher than me too, overall. (laughs) He keeps that very quiet. How do you get 270 points in a week? Incredible. Jesus. I got 174 this week. (laughs) That's one of my biggest hauls because I captain Torres. I'm not even revealing my forgettable score. (laughs) Less than those. (laughs) Let's move off that. Uh, Joshua, what's your tip? 1-0 Mariners. Mm -hmm. What? I think Luke's onto it. 2-0. I'm tipping a draw because... 
That's who I am. Crikey. <laughs> Crikey. That came yeah. out of left field. If we, if, we, if we keep Lolly quiet... I was about that's, to say, shut down Lolly. Yeah. That's the key. That's the only real threat that I think that they have. And I tipped... Doesn't you know, he play on the right? Uh, yes. Yeah, Him so against Faz. Fascinating mm. matchup between he and, he and Faz. Uh, Faz on four yellows as well coming into this one. So mm, How he did not pick up a yellow oh, in that game oh, yesterday oh, is oh, incredible. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a lucky boy. I'm, I'm glad he didn't um, yeah. because I think he's going to be pretty pretty he will, big he will part get of the game. game. Yeah, I, th- I think I suspect he might. I will. I, this, this is a good time to get one probably. I will because allow it, him to two-foot lolly and to... Maybe one foot to Maybe get a yellow, foot, not a red, yeah. Yeah. but he'll get him out of whoever no, we're two, playing two next foot, whatever. Two-footed but studs down. That's fair. So yeah. then he misses yeah. the Wanderers. We don't want any yeah. broken legs, but we just want him to know that Faz is there. <laughs> just let him know you're yeah. there. I yeah. think he can so. shithouse Lolly, though, into getting a card himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so the, that'll be first. The shithouse is on for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lolly will go through the back of him umpteen times and eventually yeah. get carded. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I think it's a good time because then he can back up for the uh, Phnom Penh game and have a rest against the Wanderers. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Take mm. that. You've, you've got this all worked out, and that is a great plan. You can tell I've played Jacko, football manager. are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes, you know we, he is. we know he's listening. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to ask yeah. a question. Uh, yeah, absolutely a draw. It's funny, I tipped um, Fabio Gomez as, as top goal scorer at Golden Boot. And, and I mean, he got, did he get, no, just got the one last weekend against um, Western. That's, that was also a poor call. Yeah. <laughs> It's not ideal. He's got six so far this season, but yeah, I don't know. Lolly is their only major threat that I'd be really concerned about. Yeah, the way the way our centre backs are playing, mm. no issue with Caltech and Dan handling Gomez. Mm. Um, it's that yeah, Lolly on the right there cutting in. That's the danger. Do you start Storm or do you uh, stick with Docker? I was going to ask that. Because Storm was obviously available yesterday, mm-hmm. and then Docker started. Mm. Um, it was, I mean, it's hard to drop Docker after yeah. his performance against Adelaide. Yeah, and I, it's reading between the lines of when Storm was in the team, and the way Mark Jackson spoke about Docker, it's clear that he rates him. Yeah. Um, so do feel for Storm because feel like it was harsh to get suspended the way the way that he did, <laughs> um, and to lose his spot in that way is must be quite frustrating for him. Um, I'd, I I know it's harsh on Docker, but I'd be happy for Storm to come back in. But I don't think he will. I think he starts Docker. Agree. I think, and I think that's I did enough in the Wellington game for me to think that he should. Yep. And, and we've got and the Adelaide game as well. And and I'd look at it that we've got our big gun, if you want to call it that, in that space to come on up with thirty to go. Mm. So. For me, I'm probably starting Storm. Just a bit more experience. Yeah. Um, across what is a pretty inexperienced backline. Yep. Fair. Definitely better at getting forward with Storm on the right. Mm. Like Docker gets there, but I mean, not as easily as Storm. Aaron Kunda was up against Docker and Aaron Kunda didn't really do anything. In no. Mm. He did well. <laughs> he did well. He would not go near Faz. <laughs> no. Understood. Well, and then he still got pocketed the by the other fullbacks. So. I think I think that that going back to that, I think that was a mental win straight away. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. The big time. The fact that he swapped Aaron Kunda from the get go was like, okay, well it's it's clear that we've got the mental Giving up hope on that. <laughs> so what well, because well, Aaron Kunda's played his best football on the right. Yeah, I don't understand. From from a mental point of view, surely you would see that from the get go and be like, okay, well, but that's just a mental win straight away. Mm. It was, yeah. Yeah, we got one. We're, we're walking onto the pitch one. Strange one. Yeah. So, yeah, it would be a bit harsh for Docker the way he played in the LA game. He was okay in the Wellington game. It'd be harsh for him to lose his spot. But mm. given, I, I think you've also got to reward Storm for <laughs> the last season and a half the way he's played. Mm. Um, yep. It's a, like I said before, Mark Jackson's got a big headache. 
be interesting to see whether they stick with uh, Max Burgess out wide or, or they go back to Robbie Mack, who I think came on at halftime for Burgess last week. Mm. Yeah, Mack, Mack and Lolly on the pitch yeah, together is is the concern. Yep. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I do rate Robbie Mack in fairness. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Keep them quiet, we're good. Yep. That defence, though. Don't want to put the mocker on them, but oh, they're, they're back our four. defense. Oh, oh, our, just, our back I four. just don't. I thought you were talking about their back four. I'm like, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> They've got Jordan Courtney Perkins, Ryan Grant, 45 year old Ryan Grant. <laughs> uh, um, I think it's uh, Jake Girdwood, Reich, and uh, G- uh, Gabriel Lacerda. Lacerda's been average too. I think. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not been one of the greatest imports we've ever yeah. seen, has it? No. Yeah, and Captain you've got uh, Torres. Jack Rodwell, who's been. Forever injured. Oh, he, <laughs> he still he plays still for them. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't in the squad last week. He's got a sore Hartledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> um, yeah. Someone start playing the theme song from uh, Summer Until I Die. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is just about all we have time for this week on the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. As always, thank you all so much for tuning in uh, to yet another rambling. Uh, Not far away until we take on Sydney and Melbourne this weekend in the men's and women's respectively. But uh, until 5pm Saturday at our paradise when we see you there. It's uh, love you. See ya. Bye. But he also copped it in the 80.